Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday. Of course, Ooh. Sam and Michael back with you again. How long have we been going now? Jeez, we've been going strong. God, we'd be coming up to our anniversary, wouldn't we, Sam? A <laughs> couple of chocolates, roses on the doorstep, I think. Yeah, You know what? It's only been a couple of shows, but... I've felt like we've done shows forever. Do you, do you feel the same way? We've been around sin forever, haven't we? They, yeah. can't, they can't kick us out yet. So um, maybe, so yes. maybe that's what it is. Maybe um, it is. But Friday the 15th of July, we're in the depths of winter at the moment, so sport is just keeping us warm, keeping us tight um, and everything excited. Uh, well, we got a big round of footy yes. uh, that kicks off tonight. Uh, of course, we've got some soccer superstars in town. And Manchester United uh, and Crystal Palace are going to play some games at the MCG uh, over the next couple of days. Um, so it's just all go, go, go. Um, and definitely a few things to wrap up. And then we will, uh, from over the week, because there's just been so, so many stories. Sport, <laughs> um, and, of course, we missed the Monday show. Um, so we'll cover cover a bit of that this morning. Uh, but we'll start off with a few of the early events that happened. So we'll wrap up the tennis and the uh, state of origin. We will, absolutely. A lot of news going on there. And look forward to talking all about it, Sam, because, as you've mentioned, it has been a... Chockers week, and we're also going to do a little wrap-up as well, because RMIT played the very first inaugural derby, which is a competition between RMIT University and UTS, so the University of Technology in Sydney. Uh, it was across two weeks, Sam. They played uh, a game over in Sydney, and then they played um, corresponding games in Melbourne on Wednesday, and it was all wrapped up with a, a trophy ceremony where the Vice-Chancellor and President of RMIT attended, so it was a very spectacular occasion, and RMIT ended up winning the trophy 26-22, so they have a 3-2-1 system, Sam, where uh, winners of the Derby cross four sports being netball, futsal, tennis, and I think basketball. Um, they get points for winning, they get two points, I think, for drawing, and one point for the loss. So with all of those accumulated points, RMIT won the derby. So we'll do a quick recap of that on the other side as well. So as far as university sports and as far as new rivalries are concerned, Sam, we do love a good rivalry on the show. This is one to look out for as well for all those university students out there. Yeah, so we'll go through the tennis. Um, um, unfortunately for Nick Kyrgios... The dream run comes no to an end. dream run. And uh, also joining us to speak about the tennis, because he's a big fan of the he's tennis, Jason, well, joining I, us. I, I would I just wanted to say quickly right now, Sam, by the way, thanks for letting me back on. I was, I'm normally <laughs> a train track uh, substitute. Yes, if need be. yes, yes he is. But no... Uh, haven't watched too much tennis in a few years. However, I'm glad to say that I was able to sit through a little bit of Wimbledon at around about 1am on that gleeful Sunday morning, or Monday morning, I should say. Did you have your strawberries and cream on the side as well? There was no strawberries and cream no prestige on, on the couch. Okay, fair when enough. When you're trying to sleep, the blood pressure, you need to bring it to its lowest. <laughs> Especially and, uh, watching Nick Kyrgios. I'm guessing you're wearing all white and then a red hat. <laughs> 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 Gee, he loves, he loves the tradition, doesn't he, Nick? Um, but just wrapping up that game on Sunday, of course, early hours of the morning as Jason touched on uh, Novak Djokovic um, current number one seed 4 6-6-3 6-4-7 7-6-3 in that very final um, set it's <laughs> it went to four sets which 
you know, for, for a lot of people in a final against Djokovic is a pretty good result. Nick looked really good early, didn't he, Jason? Certainly he was serving very well. Yeah, one of my favourite moments, this is something, if it was prime time, like Australian Open time, mm. useful for us Australians, I would have been howling on the floor <laughs> laughing at these particular instances. As we have seen, we saw Nick Kyrgios' outbursts in the midst of, uh, the let's say, the second and third set. Yes. But there were instances where he is yelling at his coach's box... But then he'll just go and serve an ace. Incredible. Then he would turn back to the he would turn back to the box <laughs> and he'd start going, What what are you doing? What are you doing? And he would start going off again. And then he would just go line back up to the line and then serve another ace. Mm. That that is comedy gold, Sam. Yeah, no, no, because he can pull it off. I mean, <laughs> you can't complain. If, if he was missing and stuffing it up. serving games. It was. It Period. certainly was. <laughs> From his mouth and the back. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, Sam, can I ask you a personal question? Um, have you ever had... 700 or excess of 700 drinks of red cordials? Have you ever had that many drinks before? Because I don't know what kind of no, behaviour it causes. I did hear this clip. I did hear this but did, clip. Did, 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 does, does one get chirpy? Does one get chirpy? That's the question. That would cause death. That would be <laughs> not healthy. <laughs> Maybe for the whole week, but not, not, on one, not, not on one particular occasion. But oh, God, that's rough. It was crazy because in the press conference after the game, and of course these press conferences are almost as entertaining as the game itself, they, the they right ask... Yeah. One, one of the journalists um, pricks up and says, oh, um, apparently the girl only had two drinks, or the, the spectator, and she's a big fan of Nick Kyrgios, supposedly. And of course Nick turns around and goes, oh, well, you know, that didn't really help me. <laughs> and right. it's, it's very true. It's not really relevant. Speaking um, facts here. But you know, if I was if I was Novak Djokovic and his team, I would have hired the girl to come in and 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 have a chat with him because any of those kind of little dramas in between the games it just gets him off off focus and it seems to have a big impact on the game because after that point uh, he was really up against it. Is it just me? I, I, I don't know. This maybe maybe this is just from an outside look because I don't pay that much attention to tennis, but I feel like these stories are more talked about than the tennis itself. Oh, totally I don't know if that's, this is just tennis or other sports, but I feel like this is what's <laughs> more talked about than the game, for better or for worse. But, I agree. Uh, but what, what did you think of uh, Novak's oh, performance? I mean, flawless, really. I mean, you know, he. I think the way that you beat Novak is you've got to play quick points, and that's what Nick precisely did in that first set. Um, and, and to a great extent, the second. And and absolutely correct, Jason. For, for, for the second set, too, for the majority of it, he played the better tennis. But the one thing about Novak is he's incredibly consistent. And I think that's what Nick actually praised him for at the end of the game was just he's unbelievably consistent. And he was probably a little bit harsh, Nick, in saying that he didn't do anything spectacular. Some of his shots were, you know, really quite spectacular and Novak I think the one part about his game that has really impressed me over the years uh, particularly recently is his drop shots he plays a lot more drop shots and comes to the net which I think earlier on he was just happy to go for longer rallies which he still does to an extent Jason but what he's been doing more of is is he is challenging the players at the net and and does really well with those drop shots and doesn't lose too many points on those drops but he's just again Sam he just Returns so well, which as an opposition player, as well as you serve, you think, I just can't get it past this guy. He's just like a brick wall. He just keeps hitting it back. So he's incredibly athletic. Um, and despite the fact that he hasn't played too much tennis around the world, obviously a lot more tournaments are lifting their COVID mandates. So, but in saying all of that, guys, it doesn't look like he's going to play potentially at the US Open, which means if 
Australia continue to be strong on the stance against him with the deportation rules, he may not play another Grand Slam until potentially Roland Garros, which is quite a way away. So, But despite all that, he played very well. So 22 Grand Slams, not too bad. Yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> um, moving on to the big game during the week, it was the Queensland Maroons uh, take, taking away State of Origin, uh, of course, 22-12 to 12 in the end, a big second half from Queensland. And t- talk us through the, the game because... So many sin bins and spot fires on the ground. Uh, I mean, it's always a big rivalry, but uh, what a game and what a second half particularly. Every New South Wales supporter I've spoken to has has been... Because they, they convincingly won that second game of State of Origin. Like, they were so impressive and it was just... It was it was the show. It was the, it was the showstopper. But when, when you think about playing at home at Suncorp Arena, this... Is where Queensland just go to another level. They they paint themselves in some invincible ink and they just steal themselves in a different way. So New South Wales would have known that coming into this game that this isn't going to be easy in front of a big home crowd, fifty two thousand people in that big in that it feels pretty intimate that stadium when you when you're there and the pressure's on. But I mean the brutality, the physicality, the ruthlessness of Queensland was really on show. It was in, it was incredible. So I think a big standout performer to me was was Kalen Ponga so he's he's a full back he was without a doubt the best on ground in this game he, he he copped a lot of stick because his salary at the Newcastle Knights it's it's 1 million dollars a season uh he's he's had an extension until 2027 he hasn't been living up to the hype in the NRL this season but he absolutely punished the blues his footwork his speed and just how he was entering each contest just again and again and again. It was relentless. And I think he was really the star on the night and, and really helped them get across the line. But how was that play, particularly towards the end, where I think it was oh, the was guy... It the turnover? It, yeah, Ben Hunt. Yep. Um, they tried to kick it up to themselves, and Ben Hunt just... You know, we, we see it in footy all the time. Beautiful smother actually yep. stole it and ran the limb for the ground, and that was the absolute nail in the coffin. Sometimes that's that's all you need—a big moment like that, and then the the chockies are yours. Incredible, incredible. And, and when the game also um, notable mention, um, Dally Cherry Evans, uh, the captain for Queensland. I, I think he was sort of slightly overshadowed by Cameron Munster, who of course hasn't played the last two games. The Storm superstar, uh, the Sea the the Sea Eagles halfback um, Dally was just incredible, and and he really rose to prominence and came into the game and stood up when it really mattered, when it was 12-10, when it was really close. So the captain for, for Queensland was, was really inspirational. And, and James Tedesco for the Blues as well. Uh, the, the, their skipper was very valiant in defeat. But uh, yeah, huge win. Huge win for Queensland because they've only won, I think they've only won one state of origin in the last four. So, so to, to put it in other terms... Uh, New South Wales have won four of the last five state of origins, so they've been in a really big period of dominance. So that's that's massive from Queensland to, to pinch one off them. And there was a fair few players up for suspension. What are some of the outcomes of that, or do we know so far? Not too sure about that, Sam, but I would imagine they'll get looked at pretty closely because, yeah, it got really heated there. You, you don't often see in modern-day state of origins, you don't often see the sort of brutality they had in the 70s, the 80s, you know. It was right. really yep. fierce, you know. Loyalty so, must have been rife. I think it was. Now they're pretty friendly off the field, Sam, you know. No, I feel like that's <laughs> almost across most sports these days They because they play for so many clubs, there's so many crossovers. It's most certainly going to be a sight you'll be seeing 
universally at this point in time, this era of sport. I think so. I think so. And, and you know, fossils, they always come up and say, <laughs> they say, oh, as if, oh. you know, after this tense contest, you can have a nice chat with them. And it's like, that, that's just modern day sport now. So, you know, get off their backs. That's how respect is earned nowadays. I agree. What did you see of that game, Jace? I saw none of it. Oh, so I'm okay. happy for Michael's uh, I was going to ask you, but I was just I wasn't sure if, okay. How much you see, Sam? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. This is one of the best, not, greatest no, look, state of origins the good I thing about the sports desk is, look, openly, some of us know more about the sports than others, and <laughs> this is one that I'm not really too up to date with, but... This is why we need experts, so syn.org.au um, yes, yes. so get involved, and you can join the sports desk, and whatever you're the expert on, you can help us yeah. out and fill the gap. Yeah, yeah, big shout-out to any Sydney siders listening, because uh, clearly this is your domain. Um, and speaking of which, Sam, I was talking about the derby before at RMIT, so the award ceremony was taken over by the New South Welshman. They actually put the game on the power point presentation. Oh. So I was forced to watch it. There you go. And it was good to see them lose anyway as well. So serves them right, the Sydney Siders. As speaking, by the way, Sam, as an eyewitness of uh, the basketball match that we had between the University of Sydney and RMIT, I got to film it for a live stream you under did. Michael's supervision. Exceptional job, Jason. We had it, yeah, it was, so we live streamed it to our RMIT Sports uh, Facebook page. It's at the Bundura campus. They call it the web. The web. It came down to the wire, Michael. You got to say that. It, I think it was seventy nine, seventy seven, or seventy eight, seventy six. It was. It was. Correct. It was separated by one single two point goal, and it came down to the final five seconds where the University of Sydney had a two shot. They were aiming for it. They got one. They missed the other. No, but they purposely missed the other. Did you see? She, Did she hit the backboard to try and get two points instead of one point because one point would have tied it. They were yeah. going for the win. Incredible. And she missed it. And wow, I think I RMIT stole the ball. She had a smirk on her that. face when she tried to do it. And I didn't know that. It was just, it was absolute drama. It was like the pinnacle. So I really hope to see the derby continue in future. Um, yeah. Sydney will host the award ceremony next year. So we'll try and play an AFL footy game on their PowerPoint presentation, Sam, right. to get a, get a little <laughs> bit of a <laughs> fight yeah. back. How about that? No, uh, I support this message. But it was, it was it was good fun, wasn't it? Um, Certainly was, yes. and we, we were very thankful for our uh, camera crew there and our live stream tech that helped us out put that together. Uh, we, unfortunately, we had a few audio problems, but we did have a. Uh, uh, it was Adam. Adam, Adam Miller did a great job on the commentary. It was on the commentary, and again, it was great to see a tight contest. So it, it was engaging throughout. At RMIT Sport, go and watch the replays, particularly the men's futsal game and the finish of the women's basketball. Incredible spectacles of sport, like we've never seen it before. And university fans, Sam. They just fill the stadium. They go nuts. So it was a great spectacle. <laughs> shout out. About. Shout out to everyone who was involved, particularly the media team, did a great job on the live stream. And also a shout out to Katie and Jules, who did all the organising for RMIT and UTS. Great spectacle, Sam. All right, we're going to keep on rolling. Busy <laughs> morning ahead. Okay, I've, uh, as I mentioned off the top, we've got some international football Wee. stars in town. Of course, last night kicked off uh, a few many of uh, football friendlies around. Uh, Leeds United Leeds. took on Brisbane Raw at Suncorp Stadium last night. 2-1. Brisbane Raw, the, the bottom side of the A-League this season. Uh, and then, of course, Leeds United, who they've been touting all, <laughs> all show as the Premier League team, have dropped down. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 
2-1 at end, and, and they really held up the, for, for a long time. It, <laughs> the first 40 seconds was almost um, uh, <laughs> horrendous, but the flag the was up. Um, <laughs> and from then on out, Brisbane held up and almost got an equaliser in the end. Almost so, did. Uh, so it was a, a tremendous effort and got to see, uh, I think, a, a young guy who works part-time at McDonald's scored against, you know, <laughs> some big English star uh, for Brisbane Raw, uh, plays in the NPL side. So, look, it's no, it's, it's, it's great to see that the two, um, the friendlies, g- gives a bit of perspective and a bit of off-season, get to see some, you know, both, you know, in uh, Europe's perspective, get to see some new talent for, you know, those sides. And then, of, of course, our own homegrown Aussie talent. It mm. continues tonight, the MCG. Manchester United take on Melbourne victory, uh, and I am feeling a little bit sick in my mouth because oh. this is this is um, my two hated teams in the, hey. in the Rambo world. So, um, <laughs> if you want proof, we are filming our recording of the sports test. You can see he's Manchester he, City. He, he, no, he's wearing, I, I, he's wearing the Manchester. There's too many reds around, so I've got to got to blow it up a bit. Um, yes, okay, right. And they're a bit late to the MCG United. Uh, the, the Premier League trophy was just there a few months ago, but they've missed it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a nice dick there, Sam. <laughs> uh, no, but it's always great to see. Unfortunately, yeah, no Ronaldo. Um, yeah. Look, uh, couple there's of talks of it. Yeah. Personal issues, the coach yeah. is saying. He's not much saying more than that. But you know how the, the European news world on mm. transfers and stuff goes wild. So yeah. um, there's already been talks of him maybe moving, but don't know. Yeah. Um, I think in all seriousness as well, Sam, I think they were mentioning that I think his, his wife lost... A child recently is that true? Uh, I think in, yes. Yeah. So I think that would obviously him course, staying around yeah. there would be, that that probably doesn't have anything to do with the the contract talks I'd imagine. No, but certainly no. coming out to Australia, I know a lot of fans are disappointed, but obviously personal reasons come first. So yeah. um, respect that for Ronaldo. But there there will be some good talent out there, including oh, the new manager Sam um, Eric Ten Hag's. I mean, five years I think at Ajax uh, in the Dutch Championship Cup uh, semi final in the Champions League. I think back. In 2019, with a team that was very young you and inexperienced, Ajax. Are you spelling that? Ajax. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. The spelling, you think it's Ajax yeah, spraying yeah. white, don't you? Um, <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Shout out to them. Great job on Windows. Anyway, um, but you know, play is a very attractive brand of football, Sam. So I think that's probably the reason why they're bringing him yes. in. Um, you know, another another bald manager. I feel like they they're going around a lot these days. But four um, nil um, in Bangkok against Liverpool as well. Well, another uh, friendly, but another yep. rivalry. So they seem pretty well prepared, Sam. So it would be good. But quick, quick touching on you know some of the squads here. It would be great to see. Uh, is it Nani? I hope I'm getting Nani. The, yeah, Nani. Yeah, no, um, and he's been training. So oh. as well as uh, other new signings for Victory, uh, been out training. So I wouldn't be surprised wow. if they get a few minutes. That's massive. For, Gee, that uh, would be huge if he played tonight. I mean, he's a veteran. 112 appearances for Portugal. If you don't mind, enjoyed a pretty much a very successful career at Man U where I did, did everything, didn't he? So he's penciled in a two-year deal with um, Melbourne Victory, I think, on Monday. So, you know, he hasn't been here long. But, Sam, he's, geez, he's been very impressive. He's coming off a, a short stint in uh, Italy's league there, I think Serie B with... Uh, 
with Venetia. So, yeah, he's uh, he's an incredible asset uh, for the club and the league. And I think there will be more players coming to the A-League this season as well. I think there's a few whispers around. So, yep. now, be great. before we get on to the rest of the games, uh, so, oh, actually, I might as well just go through them now yes. um, before I start rambling. So, of course, <laughs> Manchester United, Melbourne victory tonight, MCG. Look, I, I think there's tickets still available. Um <laughs> Uh, Don't quote us on Sunday, that. Sunday, Aston... Just have some tissues for your nosebleed. Sunday, uh, Aston Villa play Leeds United at Suncorp Stadium. I've got a mate going up to that. Uh, excited. A Villa fan. I reckon the Queensland fans will still be in the stadium there, Sam, so they might have to kick them out. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, uh, 7.45, Manchester United play Crystal Palace. 7.45, it's again at the G. Um, massive. I, I, I can't remember in recent memory two Premier League teams actually playing I can't believe each that. other. So wow. that's a massive. Unfortunately, I can't attend that now and have to miss out on that. But Crystal F- Palace fans get around. There's an open training on Monday at the MCG that you can go to for free. Um, And they're doing a fan event at the Imperial Hotel where you can um, maybe meet some of the players around. So look out for that. I think Crystal Palace have posted some information on that. Uh, Not sure what the Man United sides of things are doing. Uh, But they seem all to themselves. Did you see the footage? They're getting off the bus. I know they've been on a long plane ride. But fans (laughs) waiting for them to arrive and a guy with headphones or a hoodie on (laughs) just sidewipes them. I've been watching a lot of Nick Kyrgios, I think, Sam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> continues on. So Wednesday next week, Aston Villa play Brisbane Raw, uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, 7.45. Friday continues. Palace go over to Perth, plays Leeds United at Optus Stadium, and then Ooh. next Saturday it all wrapped up Man United against Aston Villa uh, at Optus. And all the games are on 10 play, um, Channel 10 Paramount Plus, so you can watch them all even if you're not in attendance. But what I was going to say... Uh, before I started that round, I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, something, it was something to do with United and victory. I bet it was um, riveting. Um, the rivalry, but probably not. Oh, Shall just we go how much you hate them? So you can yeah. gather your thoughts. Yes. Well, I was, no, I was actually going to say just on. real quickly. I mean, ah. th- this is a this is a wonderful opportunity for for these for these touring clubs, particularly if you're a young player, to come and play at the arguably one of the best sporting arenas in the world, the MCG. And, and I think a lot of players do speak glowingly of their experience coming to Australia. Look, it's obviously a difficult time to travel to Australia in winter, particularly Melbourne, my word, but coming to the MCG, I mean, it's it's, it's an opportunity that you don't want to miss. And I think for Melbourne Victory players as well, if you're a young up-and-coming player, you know, and you score a couple of goals, potentially mm. against one of the best teams or franchises in the world, then, you know, absolutely, you might be earmarked for it's- future... Performances. It's yeah. a shame that we can't have too many more games now. I know it's yeah. controversial because it is a big oval and people don't like it. They much prefer to stay in a traditional size stadium. That's a good point. Uh, but Amy Park is pretty small, and for these big yeah. events, uh, I mean, I, I love the G. I just love the G. Any I do remember what I was going to say today, yes, and I can't believe go. how I could forget about it because there's been two photos being put over Twitter overnight that sent the sporting world. Uh, into massive hysteria. Uh, and of course, it's Marcus Rashford from Manchester United. This is the first photo. He's holding the good old Sharon. Um, oh, dear, oh, dear. And well, it's, it's sent. Um, <laughs> everyone crazy because yes, you've it put is it on known. the story too. Here AFL, you go. You yes, have. Uh, you oh, can check it out on the sports brilliant. desk story if you've not seen it brilliant, on Instagram. 
Uh, look, That's wonderful. Yeah, t- Twitter fans are exploding. Uh, a lot of traditional um, soccer-only fans are hating, um, calling it, why is he holding the hand egg? Um, <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, that, yeah, typical. That, it's typical. controversial because a lot of people hate the AFL for the distreatment of maybe soccer and a few other sports uh, a couple of years ago, especially with the World Cup bid, uh, and they always seem to... Well, leech on to, and I, I, I hate honestly. I hate these code war, code wars thing. I, so I think, oh. uh, just I know. <sighs> yeah, it's it's a very controversial topic, and because they're two my two favourites, you don't want your two kids to be <laughs> no, <laughs> fighting with each no, other, you, you know. No, you uh, and it's it's a shame. Uh, look, get around it. I love the exposure that maybe the world can get, but you've got to play the same card, AFL. You you need to give exposure to our own local grassroots football uh, in soccer terms here uh, and the A-League which brings you on to the next photo which was not the ASFL's fault this is a press PR company uh, (laughs) don't know who are promoting the game and there was a photo with Marcus Rashford uh, at a training session with uh, every single Melbourne sporting code team other than the three three Melbourne teams in uh, the A-League which (laughs) I don't know whose fault that was, but that is utterly ridiculous. Uh, they even had the other Melbourne rugby team. Look, I forgot oh, that I was there was another one. Like the other rugby. Other Melbourne rugby team. It's <laughs> the, the rugby Rebels. union. The, the Rebels. Oh, rugby <laughs> union. Oh my god! It was super rugby. Oh, wow. What, whatever no. it is. Jeez, just, what on. is causing even more they, hysterics? Oh, this just or the Salem witch hunt of 1692? Jeez, I tell you what, it's right up there. Uh, it's right I up just there. Can't right believe that they. Uh, we're not included, or we've got to be using this to promote our own local league. But can we talk about one positive photo, Sam? Oh, well, no. an- well, another positive photo because I do like Rashford with with, with the footy, and I, I feel like a couple of big AF- big Victorian AFL clubs probably missed out putting a jumper on him. However, that probably his managers wouldn't have allowed him to do that. But what about ultra ultra football AU where? One of our great colleagues, oh, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Worth, works. Last night he was oh, running an event for Nike, selfies. if you don't mind. And Mr. Selfie, if you don't mind, we'll put it up on the story <laughs> later. He's, he's in the background holding up a boot, and guess who's taking the selfie? Sam Sammy Kerr, Kerr, if you don't mind. So he's, you know, he's claiming that they're uh, that they're great mates on and off the field and all this sort of stuff. So get her in for an interview, then. Yeah, come yeah, on, come Jimmy. on, Jimmy. You know, set that one up, mate. Come on, pressure's on you. So, but yeah, he, he loved that one. So he's he's on Photoshop this morning trying to um yeah bring him bring himself a bit closer to the action. But good on you, Jimmy. You did well there, mate. Exciting. Right. And a couple of quick things before we go to a song and get to some footy news. Uh, of course, Big Bash League have announced their <laughs> oh, um, schedule. No, no, this is good. Come on. And they've brought forward games to start time, so most of them will start at 7.15, which is much earlier. Yes. No games later than 8.30. I think there's only two or three that are 8.30. Uh, they're also having a draft. Yeah, I've that's heard coming about up, this draft. Uh, really? Getting some international really? players International in. draft, yes. Uh, and a few rule changes. Duplessis. The X factor and ba- uh, sorry, bash boost point playing conditions will be scrapped. Uh, the power surge, uh, where two overs of the power play are taken uh, after the tenth over, will remain. And there's also a chance that the DRS, DRS sorry, will be in place for the uh, first time after they couldn't do it during you know COVID restrictions with mm-hmm. the border uh, and the like. So that's out. You can look that up too. Uh, and uh, and of course, well, we'll go into all the AFL dramas uh, oh, as of next. There's a few, aren't there, Sam? There is a few. There's a few. Uh, when we return, so AFL round. 
I think Ooh, it's round 18. Round 18. Round 18. Round 18. Round 18. If, it's, if it's not, it's 19. Yeah, I think it's round All 18. Right. We're keen for 18. it. Not many to go. <laughs> AFL up next. All on the sports desk with Michael and Sam on a sin. And Jason. Oh, Jason, of course. <laughs> Taxi Ride gets set on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And it's round 18 of the AFL. Before we get into the round 18 of the AFL, oh, Sam, just need, to talk, just need to talk music for a second. Yep. Are you on the Tourism Victoria ad? Yeah, yeah, yeah fancy you, trip are you to on Melbourne, the team Sam? for that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I won't lie. That's where no. I heard that gone. <laughs> I haven't heard that song for years. Stuck in so, your head? It, yeah, it's been stuck in my head. That's usually how <laughs> update the sports on that ad, by the way. They, they show, oh, what sports are on on the weekend, and they're showing the Australian Open. I'm pretty sure it's not on every weekend. Yeah, that's that, that's quite accurate. Misleading, misleading, Mis- misleading. advertising. Get on it, Gruen. Uh, same same with think... Boxing Day. Oh, come yeah, on. Get on it, Gruen. Get on it. But then again, Gruen does prove that, yes, having a familiar song uh, playing part of your campaign does stick, as um, we're yeah, living uh, yeah, yeah. with the case study right in front of us Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Okay. Friday Night then. Footy. Western Bulldogs and St Kilda, pretty much the last chance for these sides. Uh, it's starting to get mathematical, and we'll, we'll probably need a mathematician as we work out the ladder. <laughs> you, you're going to need some oxygen to read these ins and outs, Sam. <laughs> Jeez, the health and safety Whoa, protocol, if you don't they mind. Have become, it's, it's interesting that, uh, it as is, we get it? closer to the finals, these, uh, we've seen Brisbane Lions have actually had... Half of uh, so about like four nine, out yeah. of eight players ruled out uh, over the last two weeks overall. Massive. Um, but uh, so Bulldogs in Josh Bruce, Buku wow. Kamas, Lachlan McNeil, Bailey Smith, Jordan Sweet out, uh, Dominic Bendito, Lockie Hunter, uh, Robbie McComb, Aaron Norton, Josh Shackey, and Anthony Scott all HS <sighs> protocols. St Kilda. Ryan Burns, Ben Patton, Kuban Sharman in, out. Jared Joyce, Ben Long, Sebastian Ross, Marcus Windhager. Uh, that's all HS protocols as well. Whew. Whew. So right. not only <laughs> get, your breath, back. get your breath back, now, breath Sam. Yeah. yeah. Now this this tip is a guess. Well. I love the ins for the dogs, though. Josh Bruce, Bailey yeah. Smith back. I mean, that's yeah. that's huge for them. Um, they have a key forward back. But obviously, Aaron Norton out is going to be really trying. That's a problem. But then when you think about it, you know, um, is it Dougal Howard being out as well? So I wouldn't say it's a like-for-like, but um, they're going to have to try and score in a bit of a more creative way here, the dogs. But Josh Bruce back, you know, that, that's a great Massive. Hit. He's had a, a, a few uh, couple games in the VFL that have been all right. Yeah, he's been good. He's had a couple of hamstring tightnesses there, so they've okay. had to monitor him a little bit. I think he was maybe ready about three weeks ago, and then he was a bit delayed. So good to see him back in. Um, yeah, this is this is do or die. Uh, the team that loses tonight, I think you can almost clear them out of the out running. Of the finals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so elimination. Let's the do elimination. It. This is the elimination. This is this is the replay of that, <laughs> that game at the Gabba a couple of years ago. Oh, who are you tipping, Sam? Uh, I'm going to say the dogs. Uh, I think, um, look, it's pretty interesting, and I mean, yeah. they've a lot of outs, but uh, I think surprisingly... Uh, maybe a late charge for them. I, I just... I reckon. I'm not so sure about St Kilda, um, but I, th- I think the dogs for me... Uh, Buku Kamas, that's good. I, l- I love the way he goes about oh, it. I love him. He's uh, good. And I just think maybe um, Marvel, they've had a s- terrible season pretty much. There's n- no you know way to put it around it, to come right. from a grand final position where they were close into it, uh, close in the flag until about three-quarter time, I think it was. <laughs> um 
So, yeah, no, utterly disappointing for them. But uh, this is where there'll be a late charge. I thought some mm. teams will, will come good towards the end of the year, and I think they might get this one. But this one will be close. And of recent times, Sam's they, they 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 do not like winning the flag from top four. They they, they don't they don't mind winning it from seven four eight. So <laughs> this suits the narrative perfectly. But I'd have to agree with you, Sam. I think the dog's probably too strong here. Um, but yeah, St Kilda, it's just too unpredictable week to week. You know, despite mm. them signing Brett Radden, which we like because he's he's been really good there Should as a senior coach. All, but you're right, you're right. They they were pretty stiff on him. But that's another story. Uh, Jason, do you want to do want to throw your tip in here? Yeah, I'm not going to be part of any tipping competition or anything like that. And anything I say, take it as a grain of salt because I'll give you a case study again, Sam. I predicted Western Bulldogs were going to finish top of the ladder, so that shows you how much I know <laughs> about. Should we get to the next game, Sam? The <laughs> AFL. But I reckon. <laughs> Listen, I think that I think there's more grit in the in the Bulldogs. I would say so. That's probably why I would probably end up tipping them. But then again, they can move the ball up and down the ground very well, but they can't stick it either forward or defence. And that's why I'm starting to think there might be an opening there for St Kilda with all their players out. But I think the grit of the Bulldogs for me, that's how I'm going to take. They're going to get their bite see. back, are they? They're going to get. I reckon so. Yeah. Nice. Resurrect the spirit of. Same Sid. for you, Michael. Three dogs. Three dogs. Resurrect Three dogs. the spirit of Sid. To oh, eat out a win. Yep. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> right, dogs. moving on. Saturday afternoon, one forty-five, Adelaide Oval. Uh, uh, it's the Adelaide Crows taking on Collingwood. In for Adelaide, Mitchell uh, Mitchell Hinge, Shane McAdam, Lachlan Murphy out, Matt Crouch, Ben Davis, uh, Jackson Haitley and James Rao. Collingwood have Trent Bianco in, Ash Johnson, a debut, Darcy Moore in, out, Taylor Adams, Tyler Brown, Oliver Henry and Isaac Quaynor. Uh, interesting. Yes. Um, Collingwood. Very stiff. They were making jokes. I don't know if it was necessarily them, but they, it was them versus the percentage last week. But uh, the percentage came out and uh, gave it a real hurling. In the, yes. Now they've got the lowest percentage in the eight. So if Collingwood want to stay there, they really need to get their game on. Now, I can't knock their seven games in a row, but uh, I don't know. Letting the ruse slip in a bit. They did. They did, Sam. Oh, no, I was maybe, maybe there's cracks. <laughs> there, might be some, there might be some cracks. I mean, you know, not having Darcy Moore in there is obviously pretty difficult. Good to see him back, though, this week. But, yeah, they, they looked a little bit unsettled. But um, shout-out to... Um, Oh, who was it? It was uh, still Sidebottom. Uh, best name, I think, back in 2014 or whatever it was. He he played really well. He stood up when it was required. But let's talk about some of these senior players because Scott Pendlebury plays his 350th match, Sam. And, you know, you talk about great players and players that the game actually slows down for him. That's how good he has been. Could have played and could have been hugely successful in basketball but decided to play for the Collingwood Magpies. 350 games. Wouldn't surprise if he got to 400 a little bit like David Mundy is trending towards. But just quickly, 9,000 career disposals. Over 9,000 career disposals. I mean, who does that? It's just insane what he is doing. He had the most kicks ever in one game, of course, against Essendon in Anzac Day 2019. I think he had 25 kicks in that game, 24 handballs, if you don't mind. And he's just highest average disposals per game figures ever recorded. So he's just an absolute out-and-out superstar. And he managed to bounce 
the ball into a pigeon and bounced right back up again. So that's the sort of freak that we're talking about here. To Sam. quote my dad in this specific cadence, he's a top player. Top player. So, and, and he I had think the, they're going to pull it out for him after that spiel there. Michael, I'll go Collingwood. Yeah, and he had the Predator dreads, uh, dreads as well. So, you know, he, he can just rock anything, Sam. So Collingwood for me as well in his 350th. Big Tex Walker just signed a recent deal too. Good for them. Huge. Um, There's a lot of talk about him. Unfortunately, not the greatest season for Adelaide again, uh, but I think Collingwood uh, will get this done away from home pretty comfortably. Moving on, the Giants play uh, the Brisbane Lions uh, at uh, Monica Oval in Canberra. Danger game um, for Brisbane. 145. Interesting. Brisbane really having a shocker. Again, so many outs here. We'll go through them. Giants, Jacob Hocker in, uh, Connor Idoon, Jake Riccardi out, Callumin Brown, Phil Davis, Adam Kennedy, Lockie Whitfield. In for Brisbane, Calamachi, Harris Andrews, Noah Ainsworth, uh, Kaiden Coleman, yeah, Darcy Coleman. Gardner, and Danny McStay out. Marcus Adams, Tom Fullerton, Ryan Lester, James Madden, Oscar McNerney, uh, Carter Michael, and James Tunstall. So again, those uh, rampant uh, HS. Uh, almost at HSP protocols. <laughs> that, Too many late dilemma. nights for the players. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, you're very right here with Danger Game. Um, Brisbane really need to. There's a chance they could slip out of the top four uh, with so many teams pressing up there uh, if they're not careful. Um, so... Uh, to me, Sam, that does sound like they're getting at least a few star players back, though, for this match. It, it does, yeah, but... Uh, the runner form even before that has been a bit questionable as well. Yep. Hasn't been too good. So this just adding to the melting pot hasn't been very good as well. Uh, but I think the Lions should get it done. Otherwise, otherwise they'll be start. Yeah. Uh, cracks is going to start to show. That's right. No, I think I think pressure's definitely on them. I think they win this one away from home. But uh, yeah, still concerning to see Daniel Rich out. I think he's got minor hamstring problem. But yeah, hard to see. Hard to see the Giants getting up, but they've been very impressive since uh, Mark McVeigh's taken over as their uh, interim coach. 4.35, North Melbourne versus Richmond at Richmond. Marvel Stadium. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Wait. North Melbourne Leon, versus I'm Richmond rate him as a coach. <laughs> Marvel Stadium, 4.35, in for North Melbourne. Uh, Bighorn Francis out, Charlie Lazaro. Uh, Jack Mahoney uh, in for Richmond. Noah Bolter, Trent Cochin, Josh Gibson, Tyler Sonsi debut. Nick Vlosten. Uh, out, Jake Arts, Castagna, Dow, Lynch, Morris Rioli, and Ivan Soldo. Now, Gee. big game for North Melbourne. Now, impressive three quarters, apart from the last yes. last week. A uh, couple of shout-outs to... Um, oh, he's got three names. What's his name? The big Suvlaki, no? No, no, midfielder. <laughs> How did I forget his name? Oh, uh, UDL. Yes. Davies Uniaki. Davies ULD. Impressive. <laughs> impressive. I know it's Friday. Come on, Michael. Come on. Uh, impressive, impressive uh, performance from him, and they really great. stepped up for three quarters. Unfortunately, the coach has got the sack. It was impending. It was going to happen. Was. Unfortunately, it's happened after that performance. Uh, but there are some signs there. Richmond going down the heartbreak after the siren oh, for the Gold Coast God, Suns. No. Amazing game. Watch that last five minutes if you've not seen it. Amazing. Uh, but I think North Melbourne generally have a chance. Marvel. They don't like they playing do. Marvel at, at all, Richmond. <laughs> uh, don't, don't have a Ruckman. Don't have um, Tom Lynch. 
and they've got the big horn back. So Are you I gonna do it, Northridge. I'm going to tip North. You're going to tip, tip yeah. North. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a sound effect for that. Um, well, well done, Sam. I haven't no, been I here like for it. long, but I know that that's one of the bits. Uh, we've got five minutes. So quickly, okay, quickly. I'm going to tip the Tigers. I, I like Trent Cotcham coming back in, and Nick Flossen's a really important player. But yeah, there's some serious outs. Yeah, of course. Always after a coach, there. Yeah, I mean, big chance. You just never know. You just the same thing with Reese Shaw when he became caretaker coach. But next game, next game, big Saturday night fixture. MCG 7.25pm It's Carlton game Taking on Geelong Game of the round oh, I loved it being The game around But game also the, I just got the chills Just then <laughs> he loved uh, Carlton Liam Stocker In Josh Honey Out Lockie O'Brien Out Geelong Jay, uh Jake Collajasny in, Jed Buse out, Quinton Narkel out. I thought uh, for a second there he was going to say Liam Jones in, and no. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> no, not quite yet, not yet. Don't think Vossi wants him. Big, big, massive, massive uh, leveller for the Blues here. Uh, I'll call it now. If the Blues win on Saturday night, we are finishing in the top four. I thought he was going to say premiership. I no, thought he was gonna, no, I thought he was going to go early. I'm not brave. No, but I, I completely agree oh, with you. Oh, this is going to be a fair, shootout. I'm, I'm going to call shout. it. This is going to be a shootout, and and I think classic game. And of I think Kerno's going to win. I think he's going to beat Cameron. I, I think he is genuinely shaky game last week against West Coast, and then we blew him out of the water. In the, it was a strange game to watch. You haven't been since 2014, leading no. up to that game, Sam. So it would have been you would have been nervous, but yeah, I'm going to tip the Blues here, Sam. I'm, I'm really confident. I'm bullish on you, boys. Oh, oh no, I don't like that green card. Part of me thinks, yeah. Part of me is kind of sa- thinking Carlton, but oh, do, do you do you bet against Geelong? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll back you, Sam Carlton. Oh, it, it here we go. Me. We got two red and black Ooh. sash all the way. But uh, I'll, I'll back Carlton. Oh. Here. Wow, this is rare. Uh, Fremantle and Sydney Swans. He hasn't given us a tip, has he? Of course, I'm going to say the. You're going to say the baggers. All right, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> On a Saturday night game, 7.30, Fremantle Dockers play the Sydney Swans in for Fremantle. Blake Akers, Heath Chapman uh, out. Liam Henry, Ethan Hughes, Nathan Wilson in for Sydney. Tom Hickey out. Henry Cunningham and Peter Laddams. Very interesting game here. Sydney, another one being the one kind of hanging in the bottom half of the eight after a really, really good start to the year. Talk of Franklin all week, (laughs) whether he's going to go anywhere or not. Uh, And Fremantle, of course, another one fighting for that top four spot. Position, I really think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, another two blockbusters at the same time, unfortunately. Um, Optus Stadium is the only thing edging me maybe towards Fremantle. But Agreed. oh, do I go the upset here? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go the upset. I'm going to say Sydney. I'm actually going to say Sydney too. I think they can well and truly win this, and Buddy might have a point to prove. Before I make my tip, kudos to Buddy, because when we were sitting here probably in 2014 and we find out he's got a nine-year deal for the Swans with that amount of money, you, no one thought he was going to actually see it, through. see it through. But he, he has gone yeah. and done it, so kudos to him and 1,000 goals to boot. Fremantle have been the simmering team this year. I want to I wanna go with them. I'm going to go Frio. You reckon, you reckon um, take the pot off the, the gas? Yeah. Yeah, it's about to, about to boil. like it. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Sunday, 110. Uh, Hawthorne play the West Coast Eagles. Won't spend too much time Hawthorne. on these because pretty much... Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne. Oh, oof, yeah. It's MCG, right? Uh, yes. Hawthorne. But for the fans out there, Sam, any, any notable ins? Uh, no, I, I think... 
Oh, sorry. Uh, Will Day, Kyle Hardigan, uh, Jai Sarong, a debut. Uh, West Coast have a few changes here. Cripps, Cully, Jamison, uh, Nelson, O'Neill, Witherden, uh, out Natanui, Petrocelli, Willie Rioli. Uh, It just gets worse and worse for the Eagles. As as I thought that they'd get some close wins to the end of the year, it hasn't really happened. So Hawthorne for me. Final two games of the round, Melbourne and Port. Um, Quickly. Uh, TIO Stadium, so in Darwin, so that's going to be a hard game. I'm going to tip the D's here. D's. I'm going to go the upset again. I think Ooh, I'm okay. going to go the upset again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're I, not in great form. A strange the stadium. No, the D's haven't been that good. And then sometimes playing in Darwin in 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 the humidity and right. hot. Sometimes Port even did well in Cairns. And, Sam, uh, you're right. It's a good. So good I'm going to do the upset on that. And the final game: Essendon and Gold Coast Suns. Oh, massive, geez. massive oh, boost for the teams. Cracking <laughs> the final. I'm going to this. I'm going to this one. Oh. Hopefully we outscore them 95 to one like I've we did a couple of years ago. But I mean, I feel bad for your blood pressure. Yeah. After that upset from Gold Coast last week, by the way, they said it's their biggest win in their history. They did beat Richmond last year. We've got to admit they to that. They did, and uh, so Carmichael the, Hunt did that a couple of years uh, ago. Carmichael Hunt, well. let's not forget that. But yeah, yeah. twice now, crazy, twice crazy. Key ins and outs, please, Sam. Yes. Uh, oh, my eyes are going funny. J- Jai McKenzie debut. Mason Redmond, Alec Waterman uh, for Essendon in for Gold Coast Suns. Jai Farrar. Darcy McPherson, Oleg Markov, Isaac Rankin out, Malcolm Roses. There's some big ins for Gold Coast. They've had a wretched run with injury, so that there's some good ins. Just quickly on the uh, contract front, uh, Dyson Heppel, there's been a bit of talk about him, whether he will uh, re-sign for Essendon, so that's up in the air, but a good signing for Essendon just recently. News coming through. Andrew McGrath, Pigeon, uh, is signed on for another two-year extension, which keeps him at the club until 2024, so well done to Pidge. He's had a decent season, not his best, but Are you he's avoiding a- your tip. <laughs> if I wasn't biased, I'd probably go Gold Coast, but because um, I kind of want to back my bombers here this in this particular instance, but if I was a professional, I'd take Gold Coast. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Gold Coast. I think they're on a miracle yeah. run at the minute. They probably could squeeze I reckon they might squeeze in. They might actually. squeeze in. I, th- I think um, they're just going to be too I think, hard to catch. And it would be well earned, too. It will be. Massive. No, massive for that. Massive for Queensland. Uh, <laughs> and, and the my Gold tipping, Coast, like, I had a good round of tips. Can you believe I got... Wasn't for your mob last week, I would have got nine out of nine. Oh well, Sam. That? No, I'm happy we managed your perfect score. Well, there. we've got to count up our tips at some point. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> got to find we'll out do who's that winning. Grand final eve or something like that. I can be your objective judge. I think so. I think that's great. I'm going to rule out eleventh hour switches. Obviously, it'll be the deadline and that kind of thing. And yeah, that would be that's a round eighteen pretty much sorted out here on Sports Desk. Yep, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, it's, it's been a big morning on the sports desk, plenty to talk about. Uh, remember, you can also contribute with us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and we'll get the Twitter going again because we've seemed yes, to have lost will. that. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we love Twitter, um, despite Elon and all the disputes there. We still like it. Uh, up next, another nostalgic song. See if you remember this one. This is the sports desk on Sin. Finger 11, Paralyzer on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And uh, wrapping up a big morning uh, on the sports desk. Jeez, how did we get through it all, Sam? My oh, word. it's just... Uh, <laughs> next time we need more coffee and more sleep. Uh, yes, yes. Sounds um, good. Just quickly, the Renegade Pub Football League tomorrow again at oh, Victoria Park. 1pm. Uh, my team's having a buy, so, but it's still good 
to come down. I think I'm being a goal umpire tomorrow, so I'm going to put on the big oh, white no coat. <laughs> oh, you're going traditional. Very good. No, no yes. OPSM um, no, no, nothing outfits. Like that. No, no. More of a retro kind of style. <laughs> came very close to saying you were channeling in your uh, inner David Roden, but uh, with the old school, I don't think you can be, can you? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Sam, can you do a worm in, in those outfits? Good oh, luck. Definitely oh, not. definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, hey, just quickly wrapping up, uh, Sri Lanka won the second test uh, in that two-test series over in Sri Lanka. Uh, they convincingly one, in fact, uh, making 554 in their one and only inning. So it is the first time in quite a long time, in fact, that Australia have lost away from home by an innings and 39 runs, to be exact. So that only took four days, Sam. So bit disappointing by the Aussies, but over there, it's very difficult to play in those conditions and uh, was a bit of a uh, collapse uh, with Australia getting bowled out for 151 in their second innings. But big shout-out to Manus, Loose Bus Change and Steve Smith for getting on the Centurion board. They did extremely well. But um, Chandamal, uh, with his double century, is the man of the match and the man of the series. Now, what am I hoping for tonight at the MCG? Nil-nil draw? <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> you you it's would be weird. It's yeah, it's, it's so more. weird having uh, two hated rivals from different parts of the world. It's very very bizarre. Nah, but but good luck Pretty to tipping. all the fans going. Get to see you know players in the flesh. It doesn't happen very often. It so uh, exciting thing for Melbourne, the sporting capital of the world. Now, nah, uh, of is. course, still yeah, is. Come on. on. If victory get it done now. We're not the most livable city in the world, but um, we're still the the best for the sport, and that should figure somewhere over Edinburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the final siren. Oh, full time. Uh, You can catch the podcast, of course, on the sports sports desk on the Sin website. uh, All of our social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, again soon, hopefully. And we'll be back next Friday. Now, are you making an appearance on Monday or not? We will be. 5, <laughs> 5 p.m. is our brand new the time. Says on early in the morning. It we'll does, but it. we've changed it. We have changed it. We have changed it. Uh, some discussions this morning, some negotiations, and uh, we'll try and get some big uh, Man City players in. Why not? Totally wasn't made 10 minutes till air. Uh, oh, come on. Come on, Jason. And shout out to Jason as well for yeah. joining us on the show. He's been brilliant and um, always doing great stuff in the media world. Sam, it's been a pleasure. Sports Desk, Sam and Michael and Jason back next Friday here on Sin. We'll see you then. <laughs>